But part of the problem the company isn't doing well may be, in fact, because the employees aren't doing right by the company either. So the big question is this. How are leaders like you that recognize people and technology are the backbone of the company they're building continue to make progress when they have no clear idea on how to develop individuals and utilize technology in a way that helps them remain profitable? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is Tom and Michaela, and welcome to the Heart and Hustle podcast. What are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about everything. Over and over, the same thing over and over again. Yes, over and over and over again. Welcome back to the Heart and Hustle podcast. The little red light up there means you are being recorded. Did you know that? Over and over and over again. (laughs) You know, I heard this joke. Can I tell you a joke? Yeah. I love your jokes sometimes. You may know this, (laughs) but if you do, play along because maybe you don't. Okay. I'll play along either way. Did you know? No, I did not know. Tell me. That's Stephen Hawking. You know Stephen Hawking? I know Stephen Hawking. The guy that that guy? Yes. Not very politically correct, but that guy? Not politically correct at all. And Evil Knievel. Yes. They both had an IQ of 160. Yeah. Okay. That is a fact. That's major. They both had a love of ramps, too. (laughs) 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 What? That's a terrible joke. Terrible joke. But you know what could be better than that? What? The news about better. Oh, the news about better. Better Better.com. Yeah. You've been following it? A little bit. A little bit. I've been following it. I've caught glimpses of some pretty heated comments what do you think about, i mean you you have i can't say this no i can't say this you have never worked for what i would consider a large company no i haven't not not thousands and thousands of employees have no. you ever worked for a company that had to do layoffs or rifts reduction in force no or anything like that no i haven't have you ever known anybody of course your brother your brother Works for a very large company. Oh, yeah. They lay off people all the time. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. Seasonal, depending on workload. I mean, they live in It depends on workload, yeah. Yeah, they work in the automotive sector, and if uh, life happens. Yep. If they don't have work, you don't don't get called to work. So, as most of you may or may not know, Better.com laid off, what, 900? 900. 900 people. Mm -hmm. So, 900 individuals across the land, probably across the world, Probably. That they laid off 900 individuals. Mm -hmm. And it was pretty much immediate termination. Mm -hmm. Gave them a severance package and benefits for a few months. Let's talk about that. And I'd like to play the video here, a piece of it. Or I think um, Victoria can link it below. I'll have a link to it. But essentially the CEO of Better.com, Vishal, I don't know his last name. I just remember the first name Vishal because we have a client named Vishal. And he did a Zoom video where he invited all of the employees of Better.com that were being laid off onto one big Zoom meeting. And he sat there in front of the employees on a Zoom meeting. I, I'm guessing it was live. It wasn't pre-recorded, And it was one way where he spoke, but nobody else could really comment. Oh, they commented. <laughs> well, and they commented like a ton of comments. But he basically said like the key points like, um, the company's not doing super well. Mm-hmm. We have been, you know, falling in productivity. We've been falling in revenue and, you know, all the cliche terms. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, they just can't afford to have these 900 people. Mm-hmm. 
So he laid them off. Hi, everyone. Um, thank you for joining. Um, I come to you with not great news. Um, the market has changed, as you know, and uh, we have to move with it in order to survive so that hopefully we can continue to thrive and deliver on a mission. This isn't news that you're going to want to hear, uh, but ultimately it was my decision and I wanted you to hear from me. It's been a really, really challenging decision to make. I've, this is the second time in my career I'm doing this and I do not, do not want to do this. The last time I did it, I cried. Um, this time I hope to be stronger. But we are laying off about 15% of the company for a number of reasons. The market, efficiency, and performances, and productivity. If you're on this call, you are part of the unlucky group. Fuck you, dude. That is being laid off. Your employment here is terminated effective immediately. Are you fucking kidding me? What does this mean for what's next? You're going to get an email from HR, AskHR at Better.com, to your personal email address Fuck regarding you, the dude. details of your severance and your benefits. For all U.S. employees, we're providing four weeks of severance, one month of full benefits, and two months of COBRA for which we will pay the premium. So three months total benefits if we, um, if you elect for COBRA. If you don't get a communication from AskHR at Better.com before the end of the day, you can email AskHR at Better.com. Thank you for each and every one of yours individual contributions to better. I wish the news was different. I wish we were thriving enthusiastically as we were at the beginning of this year. But that's not the case. And I am sure you will leave us and be more successful, more fortunate, and luckier in your next endeavor. I wish you all the best of luck. Thank you for everything you've done for better. Thank you. And credit to him, he did it himself without having his team, his HR team, do it for him. Yeah, I mean, kudos to him for at least having the balls to do it himself because... I know a lot of CEOs just pass that on to their HR team to break that news. They do. And, and he broke the news, explained, I think, very good on why he did it. And, you know, not that he did it in the most empathetic way. I think he did it in kind of a CEO slash empathetic way. I think he was genuine. Um, and he basically said, listen, we cannot afford to have these extra 900 people you're terminated today. However, we're going to give you a 30-day severance, meaning that we're going to pay you for 30 days. Mm-hmm. And they are, they're also going to give them more or less three months of health insurance coverage. 
So it was basically 30 days, and then they're going to pay for the first two months of COBRA beyond that, essentially giving them 30 days of health care coverage. Mm-hmm. So severance of a month, four weeks, health care coverage. Mm-hmm. And he basically said goodbye. Mm-hmm. And he is getting like manhandled. He is getting definitely blasted for sure. And people are saying things like the problem is in my opinion, like this is not the first time this has happened. I'm not sure why this is coming as such a shock because it has happened continuously over the decades, especially the last two years. And this is just the beginning. Like this is just the beginning of what's to come with companies having to lay people off and having to lay a mass amount of employees off. And how do you handle 900 employees? I mean, it's not like he, the CEO can call them individually and how do you handle it? I don't, I think you invite everybody to a zoom meeting and you can talk about it. That's what he did, but he is getting lamb blasted for being unempathetic. And this is why the workforce is leaving in droves because no. of the way employees are treated. And, and I don't agree with that at but all. But some of uh, some of these employees, from what I understand, are actually being fired for a cause, too. It's not like the only reason is because the company isn't doing well. But part of the problem the company isn't doing well may be, in fact, because the employees aren't doing right by the company either. They're not. and you I know, mean, they had statistic after statistic about employees who are clocking in or claiming to work eight-hour days only working for two-hour days. That's right. Well, that's not fair to the company either. That is correct. So why is it that the employer is getting completely blasted and the employees who have helped them get into the, to the situation they're in have no accountability yeah. or they're they're the ones who are the victims here. Well, and it's funny. It's like those those employees that what you're talking about, there were roughly 250 employees. Now, this is from what I read. This is from what I heard from, I think, very good sources. This isn't made up. This isn't like um, some blog that someone just lamented about. This was essentially, um, there were 250 employees of the 900 that were working on average about two hours a day, mm-hmm. but they were clocking in for eight plus hours a day. Yeah, that's and, not right. And therefore, the productivity wasn't done. Well, then they're saying, well, how, how do you know that? Well, we all know there's, there's tools. Like if you have remote home employees, there are tools that companies can employ to actually watch for that. Now, I don't know if they used any of those tools. However, what they said is, you know, based on the amount of phone calls that certain employees got during the daytime or how many times it went to voicemail or how many times they read their email or checked their email or responded to an email, and those were just a few of examples. Yeah. And, you know, or maybe how many times their computer was on. I don't know. There's, there's ways you can tell that super easily if, if you're yeah. with inside the IT groups. And you can do the math. And you can say, well, these work-at-home people are not really super efficient. They're kind of using the company, and we're losing money. Mm-hmm. And depending on how they charge, which I doubt they charge by the hour by any means, they're just solely on revenue of of what's coming in. They're not getting the productivity levels for 250 people and say they're losing six hours 
mm-hmm. six hours a day per for, two, for per, 250 employees. Yeah, and it adds <laughs> up. I mean, you, you just can't expect it. But now they're getting land blasted saying, listen, you are not going to be, you know, you're not a good employer. You're violating, you know, certain legal laws. There's a lot of HR professionals in yeah. which the group. And I'm not saying that, that the CEO or the better.com did everything perfectly by any means, but this is not uncommon. This is not anything new. And we're going to see it over and over again in the next 12 to 18 months with yeah. all the just the effects of the economy, the effects of the workers shortage, the effects of just everything going on. We're going to see it continually over the next 18 months is every employer who has to do layoffs because their company isn't making it going to be made to be the asshole employer. I I just, I'm having a hard time with it. And you and I both know that there's always more to the story mm-hmm. on either side, on the employer's side and on the employee side. Kind of goes back to our um, conversation last week about <laughs> Indeed and you know some of the glass door and some of the things where employees can say whatever the hell they want for no consequence and the employer is kind of stuck dealing with whatever it is that they have to deal with. That's uh, not fair either. I know. So in if... If truth holds up, of those 900 people that got let go at Better.com, they're probably going to have 2,200 negative reviews from those 900 people. Oh, yeah. It's, they're, they're being destroyed right now. Mm-hmm. It's not good. So whatever is left of that company, they're going to struggle. They are. But at the end of the day, they had, they had to make a business decision. I was part of, um, for those that know me, I worked for a very large credit reporting company years ago called Experian. Um, I then transitioned into a large company called Nelnet. Um, and inside both those companies, they had reduction in forces. And they and, happen all the time. They still happen. They still They've happen. They've happened in the last year, have they not? Yeah, I don't Two know. Two years? Three you know, years? I can't say. I can say. Or were they helped with all the COVID money? <laughs> no, 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 no. I think they had some large ones that happened, but I think certain departments in certain areas yes. for sure had layoffs. Yes. And they weren't like public. It wasn't like you know, 500 folks, but there were times at which there were massive layoffs inside the company. And, and they give us all warnings saying, Hey, this is going to happen. And then I think when it happened with us, I think there was like some sort of notice that said, um, you know, dear employee on this date is going to be your last date. But sometimes that was months in advance. Well, and that's, that's the warn notice. And that is one thing that they are saying that better did not do is, is handle that appropriately. And I don't, I don't necessarily disagree with that. I don't know the details of that either, but. And maybe they, as opposed to giving them to a month's, yeah, I'm, I can't comment on that. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't I, know the details there. But I know from me, from a personal aspect, for being on the other end of that, of that potential, I have never been laid off from a job. I mean, who in the hell would lay me off? <laughs> who would yeah, ever? do that? But, you know, I've, I've been subject to friends that have been, you know, laid off yeah. or had a reduction in force inside their, their, their department. And just knowing, like, on the outcome that, like, senior management is going to announce this, is like, it's scary. I mean, it literally makes you go home at night and not sleep. And then you start to say, well, should I be looking for a job? Am I going to, you know, poke the bear a little bit and maybe just go out to the help wanted articles and start to read those? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's like if, if we would say, my gosh, team, we're not doing super well. We might potentially have to lay some people off soon, depending on sales over the next quarter and kind of get all executive. I'll bet you our entire team would be shaking in their boots. Mm-hmm. There would be. They would be. Mm-hmm. 
But what I also think is that I also feel that there's a lot of CEOs, there's a lot of executives out there that are dipping their, their greedy fingers in the pot. They're taking sometimes millions and millions and millions of dollars off the table for their personal needs, to have their yacht, to have their house, to have their Lamborghinis, to have everything else. And, and I think that is wrong. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I mean, it's just really scary. I think it's really scary out there. Like you said, I think a lot of folks are going to be, you know, nervous for the many months to come. Mm-hmm. I think prices um, are increasing like crazy. Cost of living is going way up. Mm-hmm. Um, people can't, large companies are tied to contracts that they signed many years ago or sometimes just years ago that they're well, held. Months ago. That they're held to deliver on, at which when they deliver on those contracts now, the prices, the cost, their costs have gone up, but they mm-hmm. have to d- deliver the contract or the product now at what would be considered like a loss. Yep. What are they going to do? Yep. This is, this is just the beginning. Yeah. I don't know. Thumbs up, thumbs down with Vishal and how he handled it. Personal. I don't know enough details to be able to say that with any intelligence. From what I've seen and from what I've read, he did the best he could with the circumstances he had. Absolutely. Is there a couple things I think maybe he should have done a little bit differently? Yes. And on the flip hand side, we're talking, I I mean, how else would you do it? Again, like I said, a lot of people get a letter from the HR secretary. So... I don't know. At least he had the guts to do it himself. For me, 100% thumbs up. I think he did it the right way. I agree with you. I think there's always a policy or a process that he may violate. But, you know, at at the end of the day, he had to get 900 people out of there. He had to get the money off the books. He had to keep the company going without falling apart. And sometimes you just rip the bandit off. You do it. You deal with the outcome and you move on. Yeah. But. Time will tell, I'm sure, because people are not going to be quiet about this issue, I'm sure. Give me your thoughts behind it. Comment below. Um, Let Michaela know your thoughts. I I mean, she would love to jump into the comments. She's been jumping in the comments on our blogs, and I don't know. (laughs) Probably not getting the best of love, but it is what it is. It's a mustard-colored cardigan, so... You know what that looks like? What? We made Caesar salad the other night. Yeah. Victoria, find the picture. I took a picture of, like, all the ingredients. The mustard... It just, it it matches. It does. It's a mustard colored sweater for sure. It is. There you go. All right, everybody. Take care. Have a great night. And uh, hopefully we kept this podcast under 10, 11, 12 minutes. I think we probably did. I think we did. Great. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.